Folkia Podcast presents Kacha and the Devil. I have a special fondness for the untold stories. Perhaps in no small part, because I myself am mostly untold. The first story of humankind is one that has so many telltale signs of a long lasting and beloved one. But only parts of the truth have survived time. The truth is a fickle thing. Subject to change brought by time passive, thus like all things. But not all that was real is true. And good storytellers walk the line between what the real happenings were and what is true. The good ones walk and change the real, but they can end up with the storytelling in the honesty, even if not strictly factual. But sometimes, truth is stripped from the story in place of the teller's truth, or rather what they think is true. For me, History has cast me as the villain, but I do not mind my truth being mine, and mine alone to share with those I deem worthy to know it. Nor do I care about the reality of what happened in my youth, being stretched throughout history until I have become the mother of everything that is feared and hated. It's amusing to see myself cast as the villain, with all the exaggerations and warped slander. The one thing I do hate about these versions is not that I am a villain, but that I am pitiable. They think my story to be a tragedy, of a woman lost and consumed by evil because she drowned on her own vanity, not able to blame her fall on temptation or trickery or anything besides herself. Oh, the audacity of the men that wrote my story to be a prideful act of rebellion and demonize me, quite literally so. My truth, however, is that I am not weak or vainglorious. I made my own fate and rose to my destined greatness. I did not drown in anything. As I said, I am an untold story in my own life. I suppose this is why I have become a collector of the unloved and unwanted, a connoisseur kind of, of the tales about the left behind. The stories about me paint me as a receiver, second only to Satan himself. And while a good story, there is truth that I am a storyteller. So take my hand, dear, and I tell you the story. No, not my own. That is one of the time. But one of my favorite stories of forgotten or lost truths. The tale of Kacha and her devils. What in the ever-loving hell is that? A lovable hero, Kacha herself. Ah! <laughs> hey! What do you think you're doing? Get the hell away from here! Ah! She's in! She's almost here! None of the rich can see. Or I guess at this point, she's neither hero nor lovable. At least in the eyes of the simple-minded folk of this unimportant village. But not that much more can be expected of the inhabitants of a small town destined to end up lost to the tides of history, just like the uncountable number of nine identical towns and villages. Damn kids. At least I'll be nearly ready by the time the carriage arrives. He's even angrier when he has to wake me up, even if I take him off. God damn it! Now I have to polish these boots again before the festival. What? Don't you all have better things to do than stand around and stare? Prune! Is that if she even tries to be a proper lady with that attitude? How is she supposed to find a husband when she's like that? She doesn't stand a chance of finding a husband anyways. Not anywhere between here and the coast. Even if that viper gave him every coin she has. Who won the vixen of Vanessa anyway? <laughs> 
<laughs> you two so impatient that you can't even wait until I'm not more than five feet away to gossip about me? There must be even less behind those eyes than I thought. <laughs> You, uh, would you please just tell me if my parcel is here yet? The tavern festival is tomorrow and I need my new dress. Oh yes, the seasonal celebration here. It was said it was always life-changing love destined to be discovered at the celebration, despite it just being a simple superstitious legend, Pacha Stilton. So many books and novels feature so much suffering. It's human nature to want answers to their suffering, to why their prayers go unanswered when they ask for the simplest and most basic of their needs to be met. Men die in war, and women from the angry hands of those that survive. Children starve or freeze in nature and on the streets of cities alike. So many people throughout all of time and history would give up nearly anything to live without fear. To live with the security and meager wealth that Tasha was born with after her mother married death, and raised with an abundance of everything, except that it's the one thing. Hello? Is anyone there? Hello? You know you deserve more than just one night, don't you? Who's there? Who said that? What does that mean? Who... Who the hell are you? Hello to you. I must say, I'm impressed that such a strong soul found her way into my domain, my private paradise, before I invited you. Well, it isn't like I'm meant to end up here, wherever this private paradise may be. <laughs> I enjoy your shop home, Well, whatever the case, this place is not for you. Yeah. Goodbye, man. What the hell? The festival was always a big attraction for the village. The tavern bursting full of people, despite what one might initially think. Harky, I like another airplane. Oh, Actually, I probably need several more. Pacha was the first to arrive and last to leave. Every year. She was much older than even the next oldest girl in attendance, and yet. Who likes to be lack of both charisma and beauty? Barkey! No, I promise you, whatever you make in a night, I'll double it. Will you dance with me? No. Triple one? I said no. 
There must be some amount of great anything. Listen, I am not so in need of money to indulge an old hag. Are you so desperate for a man that you delude yourself into thinking you can buy attention? As of any man in this town or the next, will look twice at a witch like you. Uh, hello, sir. How may I help you? This is a tavern, is it not? I would like a glass of your best ale, please. Are you leaving for somewhere already, ma'am? You mean me? <laughs> of course I do. There's no other lady here that catches my eye. <laughs> my name's Bess. May I have yours? Oh, oh, oh yes, of course, my name. Um, it's, I'm Katja. <sighs> Beautiful name for a beautiful day. <laughs> Would you like to dance with me, Katja? I I mean, I was just about to be. Surely you could dance with another. There are plenty of other younger women who would love to dance with you. I'm sure people have been drooling over you since you arrived. Well, I would hope that you are one of those women, because if not, then I should just leave now. <laughs> would you stay for a dance with me, Katja? Just one. I'd love to. It was not, in fact, just one dance. The two of them danced all night, through the evening and into the late hours of the night, until even younger couples began to tire. Katja's aging body ached, but her heart even more so filled with more joy than ever before. When the tavern finally closed, the two continued their good night as they walked to Katja's cottage together. Tonight was... Tonight was... Amazing. Tonight was amazing. Yeah, absolutely. A wish come true, truly. Would you like to continue the fun of the night with me? And how I wish she had said anything besides this. Yes, of course, obviously. Not that I blame her. She only ever wanted one thing from others. Something that Tasha would have traded places with the poorest suffering peasants to experience. The love that he loved. Okay then. Come here. More than anyone else, I know how tempting it is to have what it seems on the surface to be heaven. To want someone, anyone else to recognize how fruit grows in my garden too, and overlooking all the signs of danger. Wrap your arms around my shoulders. Ready? I know how smooth words can weave illusions. Of course I do. I gifted people with the knowledge of how words can be woven to hide true intentions and double meanings. Words can hide magic of all kinds in them, as well as in promises. Hold on, and don't let go, Katja. Stay quiet, stupid girl. I don't want any of the archdemons to punish me for your annoying ill temper. Archdemons? Bess, have you completed the task a lord gave you? Lord? Do you mean. Mortal! What are you doing bringing a living mortal to the archdemon's palace? Normally only the dead ones are brought down here, right? It must be a very strong soul. A great sacrifice for a lower day. 
Oh, how I want to sacrifice. Imagine the power. Mono demon don't get sacrificed. Eat it. Sacrifice? I've lost count of how many you've brought in the last century or so, Beth. Not that. That's hard to do. You can't count very high. Still, it's impressive. Yes. Yep, that's what it is. Sacrifice. Whatever. You know the drill. Let me in. Now. Maybe our Lord will promote you. Good luck, Beth. Bye, mortal. See you soon. No, we won't, mortal. Well, I guess my fun toying with you is over now. Oh, I had so many plans with you. To break you, that is. Oh well, I'll just have to save those plans for the next mortal I find with a strong soul like yours. Asmodeus, Mammon, Mephistopheles? <laughs> that must mean... Hello. Your Highness, I... I have a gift for you, Lord Lucifer. No greeting or respect for me. Lilith, the matron of the hell he resides in, and all of the demons inside of it. The demon queen of the night and nightmares sitting in throne beside the morning star. Human men and Aethibar are so alike in that regard. But they all learn very soon the darkness. Oh, Lucifer. I am the Light Bringer, King of Hell, Prince of Darkness and Lies. Do not sully my name with your unworthy tongue. You know how I find his wrath amusing. When it is infuriating, that is. Where would he be without my bright mind and my ability to pick my battles wisely? How dare you say my name, mortal? I but should have you smited on the spot for disrespect. Does that seem like me? That unruly attitude? No, I have more class than that. Panache, if you will. If I lashed out at every unworthy mortal that dared utter my name, then any human that spoke the name of Hell's Queen would be smited immediately. I remember how I found Katja's eyes looked onto me. I must admit that though I was drawn to her before, it was her eyes that truly touched me. If I'm being honest, it wasn't until this moment where I met the gaze of the strong woman, so in fear of powers beyond herself that she forgot her own strength. And yet, despite facing hell and its highest demons, her soul was still so bright in her eyes. If I weren't the first of the witches and crows, I might have called her an enchantress. I apologize for its insolence, my lord. I bring it to you as a gift because I, well, she. You mean to tell me that you're wasting my time bringing this uncouth witch to my court, to my palace? She is no witch. I have no claims of her. Yet. Can't you see it, dude? so it has so much potential. You always see potential in these purely mortal women, witches or not. And have I been wrong before? No. We always have such fun together. I suppose. Very well then. Yes. 
one of my best emissaries of all of the legions of hell. I accept your gift. Yes, thank you. Yes, my king. I'm glad you accept my gift. You may have her now, if you'd like. Of course I couldn't have that. Wait. Yes, my queen? You do. I want to make successful collections in order to Yes, yes, your highness. So surely you know how slow our strongest can I yes, your highness. Uh, of course I'm aware of that. What do you see the Oh, nothing. It's just for someone's own experience. Wouldn't you know that a unique stronghold like this happened here? Should only be given to you, Lucifer. But she is at the best. You raised a good point, Miller. It's fair that I do that. What is such a devil? If he truly is so experienced and still, be in want of an elderly sex? Correct me if I know this. I mean, no, you aren't. I you're not wrong about that, my queen, uh, but my name- And as evidently charming as this, Roland Tino, seems queen. And how he saw fit to give you directly the strong soul of his mortal woman. So maybe this could be an opportunity. Correct. I- Yes, I- I'd love that, my queen. I'd love that, my queen. Very well, this. One of the leading residents of my domain, I task you with demonstrating your worth by obtaining this strong and mortal soul, unscathed and willingly forfeited. If you succeed with your task, you will be rewarded with all of the strength that comes with the soul, and you will receive an elevation in your success. What should happen to you, you say, you don't succeed? Uh, yes, my queen. Unfortunately, when dealing with matters of minds, magic, and memories, there's usually some lingering side effects as a cause. Memory, one's story through their own eyes, is integral to the soul. Not even I, the first witch, can safely separate memory from one's soul, only obscure it within them. Hello there, Is there any way to react to a grievance, especially one of a lady? 
even if I had any way of knowing your royalty beforehand, which I most certainly did not, your majesty. You are certainly no lady or superior of mine. <laughs> hmm. I guess not. And I suppose you are correct. Obviously. And there's no way you could have known that you are in the domain of the Queen of Hell. Hmm. No, I didn't mean I... <laughs> You're such a sharp tongue. Yet you stumble when you meet someone else with any mouth of wit to match. There's no need to apologize if you don't need to remind me. But have a summoner in place. In fact, I brought you here. So this time there's no trespassing on your part. This time? What do you... I've been here before, haven't I? You have, my dear. If I remove what magic I've placed that binds your soul in order to obscure your memory... My what? Wait! Then I would like to leave something as well. No. No, there is no chance that I would make a deal with the devil. Well, dear, I'm not offering a deal. I am offering a gift. I am not just any devil. I'm Lilith. I was a human woman before I was a hag. You humans think me the worst kind of monster. A demoness, a nightmarish hag, a tempting and lustful enchantress. And for what? Because I chose to make my own destiny and refused to yield myself? And for that unforgivable crime, they have scorned me, sitting venom at me worse than any in my life. My story has ever spread. In the Virgin Hell, it was simply a story that I was in. I was a chapter of another's book, a feature character. Doesn't that sound familiar, actually? You know it well, doesn't you? Not being able to forge happiness in the place that others said you should be able to, if you only just feel here. A motherless girl, hated by others for not being what they think she should be, abandoned by all after being called. The pain of being a woman unwanted, yet wanting too much. The feeling of loneliness and few good things that you cling to slip through your fingers. The heartbreak that comes with being tossed aside like a warm coat or jacket, as if you were nothing more than a thing abandoned after use. The story of a woman who just haunts your own in the garden. It's your story too, really, Captain. I know it's well. That's not where the story ends. Just that chapter. You think that another person will bring you happiness and passion. Your Eden is what you must grow yourself. It's like mine, but I'm not. You spent so long looking for love elsewhere. But passion will be How about the more favorable thing? Take my hand and trust me, dear. I promise you. I will be right there alongside you. You are not sinking, but rising. You are not going to drown. Thank you for listening to the Untold Story of Pracha. This was one of three stories produced by Professor Ryan Kaufman and the students of his Fokia Archway class. Directed by Travis Rowe and stage managed by Leo Ramos. Written by Malik Gillespie. Audio editing and effects by Emmy Kalt and Foley by Davin Sisenblatt. Marketing and voice credits to T. Trung, based off of the Czechoslovakian folktale commonly known as Katja and the Devil. Katja voiced by Emmy Kalt, Lilith voiced by Leah Ramos. 
Best Voice by Travis Rowe, Piper Voice by Dobbin System Home, Girls 1 and 2, Voice by T. Trong and Malik Gillespie, Demon Guard 1, Voice by T. Trong and Demon Guard 2 by Malik Gillespie, Lucifer Voice by Home.